0: All right, here we go, live on Chicago Bears now here on YouTube. I'm Harrison Graham, producer Roley, Nick Roloff in the building as well. We got a jam-packed show to get to. We'll dive into it all as we go along. But want to get some shout-outs going, so let us know where you guys are watching from. Xavier Soup says, let's get it. What's up, Xavier? What's up, Xavier? Uh, okay, FCT Prod says, Stream. Uh, appreciate that we got Aide, Indiana from Jason. Uh, Xavier says, I just want the Bears to make it a game. That's kind of where I'm at against the Lions this week. We'll talk about that game. Just get to the fourth quarter with the chance. That's what I want. Terry says Des Moines, Iowa. Scott says Casa Grande, Arizona. Uh, Hayden says Conway, Arkansas. Donald Lear in South Bend, Indiana. Salt Lake City is where Ding Chavez is. Uh, Kilo in Parkersburg, West Virginia. Markel in H-Town. We got uh, Juggalotis in Tipton, Indiana. William Brocke in Columbus, Georgia. We got Joseph in Groveland, Florida. Uh, Xavier in Milwaukee. What's up, Xavier? What's good, man? Clifford in Roundlock, uh, Round Lake, Illinois. We got Dennis Wheeler in Laramie, Wyoming. Uh, Chicago, Illinois is where Juke is watching. We got Daily Bassist in Champaign as well. Jamie in Chicago, Darnell Mooney in Chicago, Moon's been getting hot recently, Moon's been getting hot recently, Uh, James in Kenosha, Fort Dodge, Iowa is where Ryan Thomas is watching, we got Bears fans everywhere, Johnny in Tampa, B-Zane in Chicago, what's up B-Zane, what's up B-Zane, right. uh, this is the poll question on today's show, who you got and be honest, if it, like you're a betting man, money line, who wins, who wins? Which by the way, Roly, as he's doing some stuff behind the scenes, this line I think last time I checked was down to seven and a half, and I think it opened at ten.
1: Is it in Detroit?
0: It's in Detroit, mm, but it has shifted. Very interesting. It has shifted a few points. Now I figured it would shift a point at least when Fields got announced, but let's see where it's at now. Seven and a half Detroit. It was at least nine and a half. I want to say ten at one point. That's interesting.
1: Interesting, interesting, interesting. Very,
0: very interesting. Uh, Terry says Detroit. Ed says Chicago. By the way, Roley and I took a guess at what the live poll would be. I'm closer.
1: And he is closer. He guessed it would be
0: 57% bears. I guess 61% bears. Because y'all are all very optimistic, usually.
1: You guys usually are very optimistic, and I commend you for that. I Listen, do.
0: You got to ride with your squad, but uh you know, I think 50-50 is uh is uh there's there's more objectivity going on. I don't think it would be some like all-time win if the Bears won, but it would easily I think it would be the biggest win of Justin Fields and definitely Matt Eberflus's career here. There's no doubt with Fluse. It would be his biggest win. Unapologetic truth says Chicago we got uh, Christian saying Chicago, Juke going Detroit. Josh saying Detroit. I hate to say it. Um, let's see. Take the draft and never give it back. Yeah, that's uh, that's how it goes. B Zane says we can't shoot out with the Lions. I kind of agree with that. I mean, I think with Fields playing, you have more opportunities for explosives. But um, in general, like if this game gets into the 30s, you're you're gonna lose. I think like you gotta. I think you gotta hold Detroit to. Um, 25 26 or less to have a chance to win, and Bears Demons has been better recently. But this will be a different test. Lions on the road. Uh, we got truth be told saying Chicago, F2T says Chicago.
1: Scott asked how many wins for the Patriots for the rest of the year. The correct answer is one they're gonna beat the They'll Giants, beat the Giants. Coming off the bye, and then they're gonna lose out because their schedule down the stretch is pretty actually it's pretty tough. They'll go three and 13. They're going to be the three first and ever team – or 3-14, yes, excuse me. They're going to be the first team in NFL history to go 3-14 thir- and 14 and not have a top two
0: pick. Not have a top two pick, yeah. this is how life works. Because I don't think Carolina's getting to three. I and didn't the difference. Giants, if they go Tommy DeVito the rest of the way
1: – Well, no, it's interesting because
0: – Tyrod could return. The
1: tiebreakers aren't dependent on head-to-head, correct? It's it's only strength to schedule. So – even if the, Giant, if the Patriots beat the Giants, but they lose out and the Giants pick up one more win, there still is a chance they jump in. I
0: just, I feel like the Patriots' schedule is probably tougher the rest of the way, right?
1: Well, you never know. If Buffalo keeps on losing, yeah. uh, that would help the strength of schedule That's
0: go true. down. That is true. Uh, Bears pull off the upset from Joey. We'll see. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I mean, listen, this is a massive game for Matt Eberflus and Justin Fields. I mean, at some point. You've got to be a what a game like this and uh, no better no better time like the present uh, if you are those two. Today's live show is sponsored by Factor. Factor is America's number one ready to eat meal kit uh, that has um, really delicious food. They're gonna bring you food, meal prepare, uh, food prepared to your uh, doorstep for a week at a time. You're gonna be good to go. Roly and I got a week's worth. Of meals from Factor, we absolutely loved it. The load and bacon, shredded chicken, right there. I'll tell you what, that still Special. is my favorite uh, meal from Factor, and especially this holiday season, guys. It's hard to get in the kitchen and cook all the time, and you got family, you're traveling, you're doing this and that. Um, it's hard. It's hard to find time to go to the store to prepare for a couple of hours. Well, with Factor, you're going to get those same delicious meals, but it only takes a couple of minutes to prepare them because they've already been prepared for you. Just throw them in the microwave. For a couple of minutes and you are good to go. By the way, did I tell you Factor is fresh, never frozen meals. They do not freeze their food. So skip the stress of having to cook a bunch of meals this holiday season. Take advantage of Factor and we got an awesome deal for you guys as well to try some of their different meals. And by the way, you can do custom packs. You can do chef recommended. There's all kinds of stuff in terms of what meals you want delivered to you. So check that out when you go to factormeals.com slash bearschat50. It's factormeals.com slash bearschat50. That code bearschat50 going to get you 50% off. Pick your meals, prepped and cooked to perfection, and it only takes a couple of minutes on your end. 50% off with code bearschat50. Okay, who's excited to watch Justin Fields me, me, play? Me, 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 Type me. JF1. Roly literally said on Monday when we got to the office, he said, "If Tyson Beignet is announced as the starter again, uh, I am uh, canceling the stream." And, and I,
1: was- I stand by that statement. I would have not been here on Sunday afternoon to watch Tyson Beignet for a fifth straight week. Would
0: not have. Yeah, and look. I- We've talked about it. I, I think Bajan did some good things, but it's time to get Fields back out there. So get the JF1s going. Darnell Mooney himself is saying JF1 in the chat. So let's go. Chef says JF1. Juke says 50% off. Ah! I didn't even have a super chat menu today. Here he comes. You will get a sticker on our Bears Now Helmet Hall of Fame. I don't have it in here right now. It's in the other room. But we will get you a new sticker, Michael. He says, like I said a month or two ago, we are going to turn a page here in Chicago. Michael Horowitz. Get the booms going for Michael, just like Kyle, Darnell, Ryan, Chef, Alonzo. We got Cash. What is good, Michael Horowitz. I mean, I'll tell you what, Rolly. Just when you think a guy like Michael Horowitz uh, is uh, gonna disappear, here he comes. Drops He's 100. a hundred.
1: Special talent, man. Special, special talent, talent, Michael
0: Horowitz. So, shout out to Michael Horowitz. You're getting a sticker in the Bears Helmet Hall of Fame. And for those who don't know, we have a full size Bears helmet. If you send in a hundred dollar super chat, you get a sticker with your name on it. If you're already in there, you can get another sticker. Michael's got several on that helmet. So. Shout-out to Michael Horowitz. He is an absolute real one here at Bears. Now, daily basis with the $2 super chat, he says, 0-8 in the division is fireable by itself, honestly. Yeah, I mean, look, we're going to dive into Matt Eberflus's resume up to this point. There's nothing to really point to that uh, says, we got to keep this guy.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's not a good uh, resume, as you like to say. He would not be hired on... um by chat sports, tell you what, no. That what, no. resume, no chance.
0: Absolutely not. Uh, I don't think he'd get to the interview stage, to be honest.
1: Yeah, why? Well, why would he? Yeah, guy stinks. You know, it's
0: hasn't been great. I will, I will give him this. The defense has played better recently, but you're the head coach. You have to win. You can't just have your side of the ball improve. That's what a coordinator's job is, which he was a good defensive coordinator he's a head coach, so we have to scale him as the full entire head coach, not just how the defense is playing. All right, in honor of Michael Horowitz uh, dropping a bomb here on Chicago Bears now with the $100 Super Chat, I said, you know what, midweek 50-50 raffle. We'll see if anyone's in on that $10 Venmo to enter at HGram NFL if anyone is interested. Um the way this works is everybody that sends in $10 to my Venmo, QR code right there, link in the live chat at HGram NFL on your screen as well. Uh, the winner takes home the, uh, half the pot. We'll do a race at the end of the show, a little raffle, and the winner takes it home. So here's what we're going to do. Every five entries, which would be 50 bucks, winner would get 25 I'll juice it by an additional five. So, five entries instead of 25, that would be 30. 10 entries instead of 50, uh, that would be 60. So, on and so forth. So, every five entries we get, I'm throwing an additional five bucks in there. So, at HGram NFL, if anybody wants to do a 50 50 raffle race. If not, no big deal. Just uh, thought if anyone was interested here on a Thursday, we would make it happen. So, there you go. At HGram NFL on Venmo, if anyone wants to make it happen, has to be Venmo. Just so everybody is aware. Because we did get a $5 super chat from Robert. First timer. First
1: timer. Well, first time super Reinhard. chat. What's up? Shout out
0: to Robert. Five jumping jacks. That applies regardless if it's game day or not. Shout out to Robert. He says, my mock draft, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Spencer Rattler, Carson Beck, Jordan Travis, DJ Uyunglele. So draft all the quarterbacks. I tell you what. So you can't miss.
1: I, I don't know how you could... Not have your franchise quarterback after that draft.
0: Well, what would happen is Jaden Daniels would be would the best quarterback. That would be how. But uh, Robert, uh, it would certainly be interesting. But um, they're not going to do that. You know, it would be just like there's no chance it would ever happen. But if the Bears had the top two picks and just took Caleb Williams and Drake May, I mean, there's no chance, and Isn't I would it not possible? do that. I don't but know, Jay. Uh, it would be something we've never seen it before. All right, smash that like button if you want the Bears to beat the Lions on Sunday, even if you're Team Tank.
1: You know what? Honestly, um, I I usually, guys, um, make fun of you for not liking the video. There's 240 people watching. I think we should be at 120 likes. But I feel like more likes came in normal today off the bat. We're at 61 right now. Look at let's Rolly it,
0: being kind you know, on a I'll be Thursday. We're all kind
1: today. And, and because of that, let's just get another 50 likes. Let's get to 110, and then we can start today's job.
0: 110 likes. We're it's diving into doable. the show. We're,
1: we're already 35 away. Yeah, let's go. Come on. Hit that like button. It's like when you're visiting a friend or family member's house. You walk in the door. You take off your shoes. That's what it's like coming to the Bears now, just hit that like button, and then we can get it started, because we have four segments on tap for you guys today, and they're all dandies, I'll tell you what.
0: Shout out to Juke Skywalker, we got G. Willie in there as well, for already liking the video, less than 20 likes away, hit that like button, in the meantime, we'll go to J-Rod with his super chat, he says, if we have the number one pick, I think we have to take Marvin Harrison, Giants are keeping Jones at quarterback, so they will definitely jump on the generational talent like MHJ. Yeah, see, here's the thing with that report that Daniel Jones is going to be back with the Giants. That's because they have to keep him next year, based on his contract. No one's going to trade for that contract, number one. And number two, they can't cut him. So just because they're keeping him doesn't mean they would not consider drafting Caleb Williams or Drake May. Now, maybe they won't. Maybe they'll draft Marvin Harrison Jr., but... Um, I hear your concern, J-Rod. I think what J-Rod is saying here, Roley, is Bears get the number one pick. They trade down to three because they want Marvin, but they want to get something for number one. And then um, Marvin goes two to the Giants. But I think the Giants would take a quarterback, too. That's That's just my feeling. I agree. I agree. That's just my feeling. You
1: can't pass on the generational talent, in my opinion. If you're picking top two... The only situation where it's a legit question is Arizona because they have a guy who's been proven in the past. Um,
0: And quite frankly, with Kyler already winning a game, I'd be shocked if they were top two. Yeah, I agree. They won't be top two. I think they're going to win. I I, I think there's a better chance their own pick is not top five than it is top two. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, they might win two or three I mean, listen, Bears
1: twice, Patriots, Giants, and then – Well, not the Bears twice. You don't think they'll finish top five with both picks?
0: Oh, I thought you were talking about their remaining schedule for some reason. Never mind. Yep, yeah, what's up? No, I, nope. I don't know. Okay. What, I don't know Got people knocking on the door here. Uh, all right, we've crossed 110 likes. Here's what's coming up on Chicago Bears now. Got the latest Bears news and rumors, little roster move that just took place. We're going to break that down, plus some Jim Harbaugh stuff uh, and Justin Field. So lots to discuss. We'll take your questions. Hashtag Bears or Super Chat. If you Super Chat, it's a guarantee to get on the show. If you use hashtag Bears, it's your second best chance of getting on the show. So those are the two ways. If you have any questions, load them up. How Justin Fields can be this franchise QB moving forward. I got five things he needs to do over these final seven games to prove just that. And is Matt Eberflus getting fired? A national reporter has weighed in. Lots to discuss. Like the video if you haven't already. Let's dive in here on Chicago Bears now. Is Justin Fields entering a seven-game trial period as the Chicago Bears quarterback? Perhaps. I'm Harrison Graham. You're watching Bears Now by Chat Sports. Some believe that these next seven games will determine Justin Fields' future and ultimately his fate with the Chicago Bears organization. I definitely think that's a possibility. So we're going to dive into just what that looks like here coming up in a moment. But we do have a subscriber battle going on right now with our Lions channel here at Chat Sports. It's Lions Hate Week. F Don Burr in the chat, by the way. Uh, They've got us beat so far, though, in new subs this week. They've picked up 149 new subscribers since Monday. we picked up 105. So if you want to beat the Lions on the field, got to beat them off the field as well. Let's double dip Detroit and uh, take down the Motor City here. Uh, Hit that subscribe button if you want daily Bears videos thought this was interesting from Brad Biggs on the score earlier today. Uh, he was asked if there's something if there's anything he can do over these final seven games to prove he can be the guy. He said, I think it's possible. He's got thirty one career starts. We're talking about a possibility of seven more here, which is a, decent sample size. That's big enough to infer things and make some judgments. And naturally, you're going to put more weight on what a player has done recently. He also added, it probably borders on wishful thinking when talking about seeing consistent play over the final seven games. I could be wrong, but that's something we haven't seen from him. So we'll see. He's got seven games. And yeah, I mean, in a lot of ways, it does kind of feel like a seven game trial period where we have to see more consistency than we have up to this point for Justin Fields. And I kind of look at the next five weeks and four games is like a big part of this. Because if you struggle these next four and finish strong, it's Arizona, Atlanta, and Green Bay. It's like, I don't know how much to take away from that. But against Detroit twice at Minnesota and at Cleveland, yes, I know they lost to Sean Watson, but a damn good defense there. If Justin Fields plays pretty damn well in those games and maybe wins a couple of them, that would show me a lot. And then hopefully he can beat a couple of, less opponents down the stretch as well. It's now or never for Justin Fields. Like, I don't think there's any scenario – I shouldn't say any because if that Carolina pick doesn't finish top two, but assuming it does, I don't think there's a scenario where Justin Fields is up and down at best or outright struggles the remaining seven games and enters the offseason as the starter. Maybe he's in the conversation. Maybe the Bears have to think it over. But to convince Ryan Poles he's the guy – He's going to have to play at a high level over these next two months. So it's it, it, it's go time. I mean, we talked about that yesterday. We're talking about it again here. Like the time is now. I mean, the margin of error is just not what it once was, especially entering this season for Justin Fields. Now, do you still believe in JF one? Are you still in the camp that he can be that guy for this team? I still think he can. But like, I mean, it's hanging on by a thread, if we're being completely honest, type B for believe. D for don't. Pin comment on today's show. Do you still believe in Justin Fields? Let me know in the comments section. Now let's get to some more juicy rumors here on today's show. Could the Bears hire Jim Harbaugh this offseason if they part ways with Matt Eberflus? The Athletic put out an article saying that Harbaugh would, quote, would appeal to Harbaugh, the Bears and the Raiders would, uh, I should say, in this coaching cycle. Let's just dive into what Uh, Mike Jones of The Athletic said, and then react here. He said, Harbaugh is among those expected to receive consideration in the next hiring cycle, according to a league source who has been briefed on discussions high-ranking NFL officials have had about potential head coach candidates. He continues, two other league sources who regularly talk with teams about hiring and firing decisions said at least two teams, the Chicago Bears and Las Vegas Raiders, are believed to be among those that would appeal to Harbaugh look, I've said it. I'll say it again. I'm interested in Jim Harbaugh. I get the cheating stuff is not a great look. It's not the most ideal situation. Could the NFL step in and give him some sort of small suspension? I think that's unlikely at this point since he is serving that suspension in college, but the guy's a flat-out winner, and coming up in just a few moments, I'm going to tell you why I would bring in Jim Harbaugh. Hint, it's because he's won at this level before. But first, I do want to tell you about our sponsor here on today's episode of Bears Now. That is Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit uh, that's going to deliver fresh, not-frozen meals straight to your doorstep. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, chef-prepared meals uh, that you can make in a timely manner. It just takes a couple of minutes to prepare their meals. If you're looking for a special occasion during the holidays, level up with the gourmet plus options from Factor. Prepped to perfection by chefs and ready to eat in record time. Enjoy premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. That's what I like about Factor. There's kind of different tiers of meals and different style meals. If you want calorie conscious options, they have several available for less than 550 calories per serving. If you're on the go, you can get their salad toppers, their uh, protein shakes, lots of different stuff as well. Again, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. Factor has it all. We have a deal for you as well. When you go to factormeals.com slash bearschat50, that's factormeals.com slash BearsChat50. Use the code Bears Chat 50 it will be in the comments description and live chat of this video. If you're watching live, you're going to get 50% off. So enjoy delicious meals. Save that time that you would normally spend at the grocery store or cooking and just throw this in the microwave for a couple of minutes and you're going to be good to go. Not frozen meals, healthy, delicious, timely. It's factor. Go check them out today. If you look at Jim Harbaugh's resume, say what you want about the guy. Again, the cheating stuff, it's not great. I know that. I'm not advocating for it. But what I am advocating for is the Bears need a proven winner. And Jim Harbaugh is that. San Diego. Anybody watch San Diego football recently? Guessing it's not as good as 29-6 and six when he was there. Stanford, that program was dead. Took him above five hundred in his tenure there and went to a BCS bowl game. The 49ers, 44-19 and 19 with a tie, went to the Super Bowl, multiple conference championship games. Michigan, 80-25, and 25, arguably the best team in the country this year, if not the second or third, uh, just like it was last year. Now, he is in the middle of that three-game suspension. He's not going to coach the next two weeks. Uh, and that makes me wonder, too, like, is he just looking at this like, man, I'm just tired of the dealing with conference commissioners, the NCAA, college football. He's got to go on the recruiting trail and recruit. Like, I don't think people realize, like, being a college football head coach, it's two full-time jobs. You got to recruit, and especially with all this NIL stuff, transfer portal, it's even more work. And you got to coach. Like, you still got to do all the weekly preparation for that game. I mean, it's, you're working 80 to 100 hour weeks. That, that, that's just the reality of it, especially during the season. So, uh, if I'm Jim Harbaugh, like, I'm looking at this, like, I'm trying to win a national title this year, then I'm, I'm out. Sayonara, I'm going to the NFL, and. Why not come back to the team you played for uh, in, as part of your playing career in the Chicago Bears? And you could be the guy that saved this franchise. Again, they got to make a decision on Matt Eberflus first. But if you're the Bears, if you're Kevin Warren and you get wind that Jim Harbaugh is interested, you got to take that very, very seriously. Now, make the call. Would you hire Jim Harbaugh to replace Matt Eberflus? Type H for hire or P for pass. Look, whether he's your top guy or not, I mean, can we all agree we'd rather have Harbaugh than Iberflus? Like, come on, let's be real. H for hire or P for pass. Let's get to the Thursday injury report here. Ten players listed, but not a lot of concerns. I mean, the Bears are as healthy as they've been in a while. Four par- full participants from Justin Fields, Khalil Herbert, Kari Blasengame, Nate Davis, Jack Sanborn, Terrell Smith. will talk about Herbert in a second. Deontay Foreman limited, but it sounds like he's trending in a good direction. Uh, Noah Sewell got added today, limited with the knee, so not sure if he tweaked something at practice. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds, Mercedes Lewis DMPs. I don't think Edmonds plays, but Lewis always takes Thursdays as his veteran rest day because he's almost 40 years old. Do have some roster news. Darrington Evans has been waived. Now, as we're filming this at almost 5 o'clock Central Time, there's not an official uh, corresponding move, but Let's be honest. We know what the corresponding move is. Khalil Herbert's being activated from IR, uh, especially considering Evans was the player cut. You don't need Evans because he'd be your fourth running back. Herbert, Foreman, Roshan, that's your backfield. Travis Homer as well for special teams. Khalil Herbert's going to be back. Kind of sucks for Darrington Evans. I mean, every time he's had a chance, he's played well. He's done some good things on special teams, but it's, it's a numbers game, man. It's a numbers game. I mean, Nathan Peterman, congrats. You have survived once again. <laughs> on this 53-man roster, but uh, I expect the Herbert um, elevation, activation, whatever you want to call it, to be announced between now and Saturday before that deadline. All right, guys, hit that subscribe button if you want to stay in the loop. News, rumors, coaching updates, a lot of stuff over the next several months, and obviously in the short term as well. we got videos between now and kickoff on Sunday, and let's beat those lines and new subscribers this week. YouTube.com slash Bears now. Appreciate all of our old-time and new-time subscribers. You guys are the best. All right, we got Daryl in the chat. By the way, just in case anyone was confused, the $10 entry was Venmo only. Not saying that you guys did or did not know that. But uh, Daryl says, don't give up on fields. Build the offense around what fields does best and let him create. I haven't given up on fields. I've given up on the idea that if Luke Getzey forces him to play an Aaron Rodgers-type style, then it's probably not going to work. I think we've seen that play out. But when they cater to his strengths, he's, he's had some big games. We just haven't seen it enough. And, look, part of it is on field shoulders. He's got to be more consistent. There's simply no doubt. Josh with the five. Appreciate it, Josh. He says, do you think even if we get a quarterback with this coaching staff, would it even matter? I personally think we could have anybody and still stink. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm advocating for a new staff. That's in the camp I've been in. Got seven games left. We'll see if Fluce and company can prove us wrong. But uh, if it's more of the same, like if you go two and five, which, look, let's be real. If this looks like more of the same that it has in a year and a half, two games against Detroit at Minnesota and then at Cleveland, you're heavy dogs in all those. So, like, if you lose all four of those, I mean, you're what? What are you? You're two and 12 at that point? Uh, Yeah, I don't know how you overcome that if you're Matt Eberfluce. So. That's why this this four game stretch is big. I mean, you know, you got to show something. You got to be competitive in these games. Probably win a couple of them. So we'll see if they're able to do that. We'll see if Fields is able to do that. And if they are, narrative could start to change. We'll see. Live Q and A coming up here. Hashtag Bears or Super Chat to get your questions on the show. Ah, roll. Hashtag Team Rolly. We do have
1: uh,
0: a Venmo entry. Our first one here. So.
1: Locktara
0: if uh let's see here yeah sam loktara the first one here so two things i want to mention here hashtag bears or super chat to get your questions on the show and then also we'll talk about venmo here in a sec as well do we have enough questions need some more hashtag Uh, Bears super chat we're on the edge here okay get a few more questions in hashtag bears or super chat do Want to remind you of our Venmo special? It's Venmo only at HGRAM NFL to enter 50 50 raffle. Uh, If the pot's 100 bucks, winner normally would get 50, it would actually be 60 in this case because every 50 bucks that gets entered, I'm adding an additional five. So at HGRAM NFL to enter. Uh, on Venmo, ten dollars. Uh, we'll do a race at the end of the show. Locktar is the only uh, entry right now. We got to get to at least five to do a race. If we don't get to at least five, uh, then uh, I'll send everybody their uh, their entry back. So uh, let's get to five. We got four right now. And again, if we get to five, I'm juicing it with some of my own money as well. So at HgramNFL, get those in there if you want to do our Venmo 50/50 raffle. And again, hashtag Bears Super Chat. We'll get to your questions here on the show. Uh, We'll do the raffle race at the end of the stream, which will probably be eh, maybe 5.15 or so. So stick with us here on Chicago Bears now. All right, it is mailbag time. I do want to jump into these questions here. Uh, If you have questions about the present, the offseason, the draft, free agency, trades, whatever you got, Justin Fields, Matt Eberflus, uh, we'll answer them. Hashtag Bears Super Chat. Let's get your questions answered right here on Chicago Bears now. Welcome into Bears now. I am Harrison Graham. Before we get to your questions here on the show, could the Bears bring back an old fan favorite, Akeem Hicks? Report coming in from Jeremy Fowler that the veteran defensive lineman has drawn interest from multiple teams. Here's what Fowler tweeted out saying that, Hicks has had discussions with those teams and interest does remain high, but he has not made a decision whether or not to play this season Per source. You guys know me. I love Akeem Hicks. He brought an edge and an intensity to this defensive line for a long time. He's put up uh, some big numbers in his NFL playing career as well. Uh, but injury bug has kind of gotten him late in his career. Uh, Also, we saw that play out late in Chicago. That played out for Tampa a year ago. When he's healthy, he's actually still pretty damn good, Uh, but the reality is is he's getting older, and look, when it comes to Chicago right here, right now, Akeem Hicks is not going to be a Bear. Like, if he's going to come back, he's going to come back for a chance to win a Super Bowl, and the Bears are not that team, not this season, so... Uh, He will not be in Chicago, but I'd like to see him sign somewhere with a veteran team that has a chance to win it all. Um, We saw Philadelphia add a couple of defensive tackles late last season. Maybe he goes there. Who knows? But uh, I'll always love Akeem Hicks. I know a lot of you guys do as well. So show the man some love. Get the 96 going in the comments right now. Shout out to Akeem, the dream. He's a legend and uh, I wish him well, whether he decides to hang it up or keep playing. I still think he can play if he can stay healthy, but uh, that has been a concern in recent years. All right, daily basis, he says. Oh, and eight in the division is fireable by itself. Honestly, talking about Matt Eberflus, yeah, man, uh, it's not good. It's not good, especially when Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus take the podium and Poles says uh, we're going to take the North and not get it back what, or not give it back. Well, you haven't won a game in the North with this head coach, so. Four more divisional games down the stretch here, two against Detroit, one against Minnesota and Green Bay. Better win at least two of those. That's all I'm going to say. Robert Reinert, my mock draft, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Spencer Rattler, Carson Beck, Jordan Travis, DJ Uyunga Lale. Uh That's funny. I, what Robert's trying to do here is, hey, draft all the quarterbacks so at least one of them hits. Um they're not going to do that. I, I do appreciate the uh, the commitment to the bit, but um, it's not going to happen. J-Rod, 86. If we have the number one pick, I think we have to take Marvin Harrison Jr. Giants are keeping Daniel Jones, so they will definitely jump on the generational talent like MHJ. So in this scenario, J-Rod, you're saying Bears get the number one pick, Giants get the number two pick. Uh, if you trade down to three, you can miss out on MHJ. That could happen, but... That report of Daniel Jones likely returning to the Giants next year, that's financially based more than anything else. His cap hit next year, I think, is $67 million. They can't cut him. Or that's his dead cap hit, I should say. They can't cut him. No one's trading for it. So, yeah, he's going to be on their roster. But if the Giants love Caleb Williams or Drake May, and he's sitting there when they're picking, they're going to take him because Joe Shane and Brian Dable will be entering year three on the hot seat there, and they're going to want a crack at their own quarterback. So... Uh, I do not, uh, I wouldn't be overly concerned there. Uh, I'd be okay with taking Marvin number one overall, but if you get a huge package to move down to number three, that's something you got to consider. Darrell Leningham, don't give up on fields, build the offense around what fields does best and let him create. I agree. I would like to see that. I would, you know, a guy like Greg Roman would be very interesting, but Luke Getze, more often than not, has tried to Create Fields into an Aaron Rodgers type, this rhythm timing-based passer, and that's not who he is. You got to get him on the edge. You got to take play action shots down the field. You got to embrace him as a runner. When he does those things, the offense moves more consistently. Yeah, Fields has to improve in the pocket. He's got to be able to know when that internal clock is going off and get the football away. He's not blameless in this stuff, but it seems like just when these two are cooking together. Getsy reverts back to, oh, let's just do straight drop backs and not do any play action, any boots, or any of that stuff. So it's frustrating, Daryl. It's frustrating. Josh, do you think even if we get a quarterback with this coaching staff, would it matter? I personally think we could have anybody and still stink. Fair question. Seven games to go. Can this coaching staff earn the trust of Ryan Poles to coach a new quarterback or the current quarterback? We'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm not very bullish about this staff, as you guys know. I would go in a new direction, but with seven games left, there's still time to change that narrative. Hit that subscribe button because, speaking of the draft, if they're going to take a quarterback, if they're not, we'll have all the rumors, all the news, all the mock drafts, all the draft profiles here on this channel. Good chance Bears have two top five, top ten picks, maybe two top five picks, maybe the number one overall pick for a second straight year. We got you covered on a daily basis between now and the draft and beyond that as well, youtube.com slash Bears Now. Daily coverage here on Chicago Bears Now go to Jaron Thomas how many wins keeps Justin Fields in Chicago next season it's a fair question Jaron if you're watching live I'm actually doing a segment five things Justin Fields must do to possibly convince Ryan Poles to, uh, that he's the guy next year and win total is one of those uh, I don't want to give it away here so if you're not watching live that video might already be published go check that out if it's not it's going to be out before the Lions game on Sunday uh, that is one of the five bullet points. I dive into in terms of how many wins Fields is going to have to have. Dennis Wheeler, polls, likes, big athletes. Drake May is a big athlete. Williams is not. I mean, that's kind of an underrated part of this QB conversation this year between Drake May and Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is 6'1", about 215. He's mobile, but he's not a burner like Fields is. And some of the, like, stuff, especially this year, that's been glaring is It's kind of what Fields does. He holds the ball too long, so it's like, okay, I get it. Caleb Williams might have – there's certain things he can do. He's probably a little better off platform than Fields is, the different arm angles, which Justin does some of that, but the way Caleb does it is pretty impressive. But a lot of his glaring issues are very similar to Justin, so that is interesting. Whereas Drake May, 6'5", 220, he looks like Justin Herbert. That's the comp he gets. He can rip it, make all the throws. Oh, and by the way, he's probably going to run like a four-six. He could run as well. He ran for over 700 yards last year, and he's run a lot this year too. So uh, he he looks the part, man. There's no doubt about it. Bears Now is sponsored by Rocket Money, the best financing app out there. This has been a money-saving machine for my wife Hannah and I as we got to save money. we got to budget now that we have – A seven-month-old son at home who's going to daycare and we're having to pay for that. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that will find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions, monitor your spending, and help you lower your bills all in one place. What's cool about Rocket Money is it'll list out just subscription by subscription, all on one screen. Hey, you're paying $20 for this, $18 for this. And what you'll notice is A, you're spending a lot more per month than you think, and B, wait, I'm paying for this service? I don't use it. I don't even ever remember using it. Well, you probably signed up for a free trial six months ago. And once that ran out, you started getting charged on the monthly. That's how they get you. Rocketmoney.com bears. Now you click the cancel button next to any of those, they will cancel it for you and you are good to go. Download the app today. It's rocketmoney.com bears. Now link in the live chat in the description of this video and in the comments as well. Download the app today. Use our link to support us, and your pockets are going to be supported. You can trust me on that one. RocketMoney.com slash Bears now. Unapologetic truth. Why pass up on a generational talent like Marvin Harrison? It's not about passing up on him if you get the number one pick. It's if you can trade down to two or three, you still have a damn good chance of getting him because I firmly believe these two quarterbacks are going one-two. You can get him and still add more capital maybe a first next year, maybe more day two picks this year. So um, that that's the thinking there. Again, though, if they take Marvin number one overall, I'm fine with it. I think he's a day one impactful stud in the NFL. Augustine, do you think the Bears front office will have their eye specifically on Ben Johnson this Sunday in Detroit? You're not doing your job if you don't. I mean, if I'm Ryan Poles, like I am keeping a close eye on this Lions offense, I'm Especially against my head coach's defense, I'm watching that battle. I'm seeing the mannerisms of Ben Johnson. Does he look the part? Like I, I, I'm looking at all that stuff. This is almost like a um, this is a um, what do you want to call this? This is resume stuff. If you're Ben Johnson, like if you're Ben Johnson, you'd never say it out loud, but you got to be thinking in the back of your mind. Like if I cook Chicago this weekend and do it again in a couple weeks, that team might want to hire me in a couple months. So um, I, I definitely think the Bears should have a close look on what Ben Johnson's doing this week. From F. Marsh, do you like Drake May or Caleb Williams more at this point? <sighs> i got to be honest, I think I've drifted to the rolly side. And it's for what I said a little bit ago of Caleb Williams has special ability. He does. But a lot of the issues he has are similar to Justin Fields' issues, where it's like, hey, man, you got to get rid of the ball. These kind of run-around plays, they're harder to do in the NFL um, now Justin Fields in college didn't do as much of the backyard football stuff as Williams did. I actually think he hung in the pocket more and delivered the ball downfield at a better rate than Williams. Now, Williams' backyard football ability is incredible, and I'd really like him as a prospect, and I'd be fine if they drafted him. But going you want to go, like, with a different style, but a guy who's still dual threat and Drake May, who's got the strong arm, he's five, can do the more stuff, can scramble for first downs, like Drake May an athlete. This is not a statue in the pocket, so I think I've drifted toward May at this point. I like both of them a lot, uh, but uh, with Caleb Williams having some struggles and Drake May week after week uh, just uh, putting up numbers and playing well, uh, I think I'm slightly favoring him right now. Pick a quarterback. Type CW for Caleb Williams. Type DM for Drake May. Who would you rather have? And Let me just be clear, too. It's not a final answer. Very fluid situation. We got, what, six months until the draft? Five and a half months, so Uh, My answer might change 10 times between now and then. I like them both a lot. I think they're very good prospects. Just slightly leaning Drake May. What say you? Darnell Mooney. What's up, Moon? What do you think about drafting MHJ, getting an O-line with uh, other first, and extending Mooney, me, and JJ, then keeping uh, Justin Fields? Um, That's been the scenario. That's been talked about a lot. If Justin Fields can prove to you down the stretch that you can roll with him, draft Marvin Harrison, take Joe Wall, or... Uh, Olu Fushanu. Um Then you have Harrison, DJ Moore. And if Darnell, if you're willing to take a bit of a hometown discount, keep you in the slot. Let's go. 10 million a year, three years for 30. How does that sound? And then you guys know how I feel about Jalen Johnson. You got to keep him. So uh, yeah, I think uh, that sounds like a good off season to me, especially if fields can show some consistency here. Shout out to hashtag team Rowley himself. It is Sam Lactara. He says, Kayla Williams, special abilities. Uh, as Harrison politely puts it, is being able to cry on command and make himself look like a jackass. Well, that's a separate issue, uh, Sam, but uh, even if you're not in the draft Caleb Williams camp, which I I just said I like Drake May more right now, he still has special talent. I mean, there's, there's just no doubting that. I mean, some of the plays he makes every single week are incredible, but he's got flaws. He's got flaws, no doubt about it. Jason Hine, what do you think for Bo Nix, let him uh, sit behind Fields for a year. I will say this, if they do end up running it back with Fields, I do wonder if taking a QB on day two is a possibility. Now, I don't know where Bo Nix is going to go. Could he go first round? Is he going to fall to the second or third? Right now, the Bears don't have a second round pick, which by the way, is another reason if you trade down from one of your top picks, maybe you can recoup a second-round pick that you lost in the Montez sweat trade uh, just to give you more ammunition on day two. But, um, you know, I think Nick's and, uh, you know, Jaden Daniels I really like. I don't know what Quinn Ewers is going to do, but there's a grouping of QBs, J.J. McCarthy, although I bet he goes round one, that, you know, you could take them if they fall to day two, Uh, to A, either compete with Fields, maybe sit for a year behind Fields, and if Fields really doesn't prove it next year, then you got someone in the wings. That could also be a possibility. If you hate the Lions, I don't know where you're at, Don Burr. Get the F Don Burrs in the chat. Our resident Lions fan here at Bears Now by Chat Sports. F Don Burr. F Don Burr. F. Don Burr. Get the F. Don Burrs going if you can't stand Detroit. All right, that's going to do it for this mailbag video. If you uh, did not get your question answered, have no fear. We're on social media, at HGramNFL, on Twitter and on Instagram. We'll continue the conversation over there. Hit me up on those platforms. Same handle, different platform, at HGramNFL, Twitter and on Instagram. All right you hate the Lions, get the F'd on Burrs. We'll get some shout-outs going, and then uh, I will read this next Super Chat in just a second. We got uh, Timothy, Busy, Radness, Marcus, Ryan Thomas, Jaron Thomas, Harley. We got Joseph in there as well, Richard, Marcus, Harry. We love Donnie. Hate the Lions. It's a love-hate relationship. Not this week, though. We don't, we don't love Don Burr this week. We always. It's in there somewhere, but uh, you know how it goes. Relentless Mikey, he says, uh, fire Getze, hire QB coach Janoco for OC. I will say this. If a Super Bowl aspiration caliber team like the Buffalo Bills can fire their OC midseason, you're telling me it's not an option to do that with Luke Getze? Like, I don't know if Andrew Janoco's any good. I don't know if he can call plays, but the Bills just did it, and they're trying to win a Super Bowl. So I know they're, the guy waiting, Joe Brady, has done it before, but still, don't tell me it can't happen. If you want it to happen, it can happen. If you want it to happen, it can happen. All right, we did get another entry on our Venmo race. It is Victoria Reiner. I think that's the wife or girlfriend of uh, – of, uh, what's his name? Robbie. Ron or Robbie? Robbie. Shout out to Reinhardt. And if you want to join at HGram NFL, we only have two right now. So we got to get at least three more to enter the race. The way it works, if we get to five, it'd be, uh, 50 bucks. The winner would get $25 and I would juice it by five. The winner would get 30, $10 to enter. If we get 10, I get juiced even more. So more people that want to enter and do the 50-50 raffle race at the end of the show at HGram NFL. QR code's right there if you want to join. We got Sam Loctara and uh, Victoria Reinhart in there. So if you want to make that happen, the time is now. Got a couple of segments. We'll remind you moving forward, but uh, I recommend doing so now if you want to hop in. And uh, there you go. Let's jump into our next segment here, though. Justin Fields, what does he have to do over the final seven games to prove to Ryan Poles that he is the franchise quarterback? This looks sick, actually. I thought it would work, but I didn't know. It's comboed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you guys will know what we're talking about, maybe, in a second, the way we open this show. All right, here we go. Justin Fields, can he be the guy long term or at least for next year? We discuss that next here on Chicago Bears Now. On today's episode of Chicago Bears Now, I explore what Justin Fields has to do to convince Ryan Poles to not draft a quarterback in 2024, at least to make him think about not drafting one, because I think if the season ended right now, he probably would be. We'll get your thoughts on that in a second. But this quote from Matt Eberflus, who again is not Ryan Poles, who knows if he'll even be here, but this stood out to me. He was asked, is seven weeks enough? for a quarterback to show, he can be the long-term answer. And Iberflue said this, I think seven weeks is enough time to show consistency, you know, and be the high performer that we expect him to be. I know he has had some good performances during the year. Certainly the last few have been solid, and we expect consistency out of all of our positions. That feels like the door, regardless of how open we think it is, it's at least cracked open. There's at least a chance that Justin Fields can knock that door down and say, yeah, I can be this guy for this franchise. Now, I'm not saying it's a great chance. I don't know what I would put a percentage on it. Right now, in terms of convincing polls to not draft a QB if he gets a top two pick, maybe less than 20%, I would guess. But uh, I think there is a chance, and uh, if he shows some things over these final seven games, which we'll get into, uh, then maybe, just maybe, he can change the narrative uh, in this front office. So you tell me, If the season was over today, would you draft a quarterback? Not what you think the Bears would do. Would you draft a quarterback? Type Y for yes, type in for no. I think I would have to as much as it would pain me to do it. But we got seven more games uh, to decide. So let me know. Y for yes, in for no. Would you draft a quarterback if the season ended today? So let's get to five things I believe Justin Fields must do to at least get the brain churning for Ryan Pulse. Like, hmm, maybe I should stick it out for another year with Justin. Number one, I think he has to have at least a 2-to-1 touchdown-to-turnover ratio over these final seven games. You look at his career, touchdown-to-turnovers. Well, passing categories first. 35 passing touchdowns, 27 interceptions. That's better than 1-to-1, but certainly not 2-to-1. Rushing touchdowns 11 to nine in terms of lost fumbles, which, by the way, has had a lot more fumbles that he has not lost, so he's actually had some decent fumble luck. Overall touchdown to turnover ratio, 1.28. Not enough to be a franchise guy in the NFL. Let's be honest. Now, in 2023, it's 1.5. So it's trended up this year. It's been better uh, when he's played. I still don't think that's good enough. And by the way, I don't think two to one's not even a elite. I think it would show good progress, though, and that's kind of what I'm looking for here. That's going to be a theme on this show. None of the categories I'm saying is like I would be blown away, but it's like I think they're achievable marks and substantial growth that would show Ryan Pulse something. So 1.5 so far this year, and Luke Getze, who I don't love, but uh, I think kind of echoed this guy. He said, look, it always starts with taking care of the football, right? I think that's the starting point for anybody on offense, especially the quarterback. And that's the bottom line. The turnovers have to decrease. The negative plays have to be mostly eliminated. Sure, you're gonna you're gonna have a bad play here and there. Things are gonna happen. You can't control certain things like, you know, tip drill interceptions and stuff like that. But you know, fumbles, forcing the ball, inaccurate passes, like that stuff. You gotta you gotta get rid of it if you're Justin field. So two to one touchdown to turnover ratio. That's the bar I'm setting in that category. Number two here. And it kind of ties into number one, which has led to some fumbles. You got to stop taking so many sacks. Fumbles are not like sacks are drive killers, man. That's the bottom line. And guess what? I think Justin Fields is entering this game is playing behind the best offensive line he has ever played behind. Not that it's a world beater offensive line, but you're as healthy as you've been all year. Um, His rookie year O-line and last year O-line was terrible. Look at this group, man. I mean, from left to right, Braxton Jones at left tackle. He's been good since he's been back. Whether Tevin's played left or right guard, he's been very good. Lucas Patrick stinks, but that's only one spot. Nate Davis at right guard, Darnell Wright at right tackle. You at least feel like four of those five positions are at least average, if not above average to good, right? Lucas Patrick sucks. I get it. But if he's your one-week link, You should be able to work around that. It's not going to be perfect. Only so many people are Jalen Hurts and get to play behind that O-line in Philadelphia. This is more than enough adequacy, in my opinion, at least if they gel well enough this week and moving forward. And the sack percentages, guys, like, it's just too much. And I get it, and we're going to talk about it in a second, but, like, 33rd is rookie year, 33rd last year, 32nd this year. Guys, there's only 32 quarterbacks that start each week, so you're talking about at or near the bottom in every year of his career. Like, yes, Joe Burrow's near the bottom; he's like 29th, but his sack percentage is like eight, nine percent. It's not 11, 12, 14; just way too much. I'm not saying you have to be a Tyson Bajant who throws the ball and three, uh, you know, only takes a sack three or four percent of the time. Like. I think that's almost too fast. Like you got to find that happy medium because you want to get those big plays, which is a big part of Justin Fields game. Can you get it under 10% at least 9%? Like I get, he's a big game hunter. And I also understand, yes, he has played behind some really bad offensive line. I've been very critical of that. I don't think it's been adequate for the most part. I think right now this group can be adequate, at least on paper. We got to see it play out, but uh, it's healthy uh, for the five positions. You at least feel pretty good about. Um, And look, even with behind-the-bat offensive lines, there's a lot of these sacks he's taken that he's just holding the ball too long. you got to understand when you have to get rid of the football. So get that sack percentage now. It's got to be at least less than 10% the rest of the season, uh, which I don't think is like a crazy bar to set, for being completely honest. Bears now sponsored by Rocket Money. Speaking of numbers, how about lowering the amount of money you're spending on a monthly basis? Well, you can do so with Rocket Money. The personal finance app that will find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions, monitor your spending, and lower your bills all in one place. You can negotiate to lower your bills by up to 20% with Rocket Money. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, send it to Rocket Money. They will take care of the rest. They also let you monitor all of your expenses in one place, recommend custom budgets based on past spending. They'll even send you notifications when you've reached some of those spending limits so you can kind of know where you're at at that point in the month. And guess what? With over 5 million users and counting, Rocket Money has helped save its customers an average of $720 per year and a total of over $1 billion in savings for their customers. I mean, that is just fantastic. And I can attest to that. The last several months since I've been using Rocket Money, I've saved a few hundred bucks at least. And that's huge for my wife and I right now with the seven-month-old in daycare. The spending's got to cut back. It just does. RocketMoney.com slash bears now. That link is where you go download the app. It supports us as well if you use that link, so we appreciate it. That link is in the comments and in the description of this video. Go check out Rocket Money today. Okay, number three. Justin Fields has to stay healthy. He's got to play in all seven games. And I'm going to set the bar, like, fairly higher. I think you got to win four of them. Like, you got to stay healthy. That's number one. He's missed some time in all three years. Now, he's never had a major injury where he's missed, like, two months or something like that, but he just missed four games. I mean, that's, that's almost a quarter of the season. At the QB position, like, it's got to be like the max you're missing in a season. Like, most years, you want your guy to play all 17. Now, with his style, I get it. He might miss a game here and there. But you got to stay healthy these final seven. I think that's number one. But number two, got to go four and three. That's the bar I'm going to set. And I, I get it. Wins are not necessarily a QB stat at the old Dodge. But guess what? All the good quarterbacks win for the most part, right? And, like, they overcome. And these next four games, to win four, by the way, you got to win one of these next four. Two against Detroit, at Minnesota, at Cleveland. Those final three, like if you're Justin Fields and you're looking at this, Arizona, Atlanta at home, at Green Bay, well that's three you should have a good chance in. You got to win one of those tough four. And hell, it'd be awesome to split these next four, right? Like that would show a lot. Can you split with Detroit and beat either Minnesota or Cleveland on the road? Um, we'll see. If the defense keeps playing the way it has been, and I'm not saying it's awesome, but it has been better, I don't think winning four games is out of the realm of possibility. I don't, and I get it. This team has flaws. This head coach stinks, but you know what? It's crunch time for Justin Fields. I'm setting the bar at least somewhat high of what I want him to achieve down the stretch. Now, fill in the blank. The Bears will win blank more games this year. I think three is probably where I would set it, And that's why I want four from Justin Fields. Like, show me something. Because if I said he's got to win at least three, well, if he beats Arizona and Atlanta at home and beats a bad Green Bay team, like, sure, it'd be cool to beat the Packers finally. But, like, you've beaten zero playoff-worthy teams there, right? Like, one of these wins needs to be against a playoff-caliber team. So fill in the blank. Let us know how many games you think the Bears win the rest of the way. Well, it all starts this week. Bears-Lions. I think it's a great opportunity. You've had 10 days off. You're as healthy as you've been as a team. I get it. First game back for Justin, but nothing like the present, right? We're going to be live for this one, so subscribe and join us. We'll be live at 1045 a.m. Central time on Sunday. Kickoff at noon Central, so don't miss out. Should be an interesting one up at Ford Field. Okay, a couple more here. Complete 65% of your passes. Again, that's not an elite number. That's an above-average number. It's a good number, it's, uh, especially with his play style. I think it's a really good number. Um, you look at his completion percentage by year, it has progressively improved, but you know, not quite like that big jump you were hoping for. Just under 59 as a rookie, 60.4 in his second season, just under 62 this year. Um, but I will say this, he's been trending in the right direction before the injury. His last three games he played, 66.2%. So I'm not setting a bar that's like unachievable. I think 65% can happen. Now, could there be exceptions where he completes like 63.8% of his passes, but his yards per attempt is super high and he's getting big play after big play after? Yeah, of course. But I think in general, like, complete 65% of your passes, get the turnover ratio TD to turnover ratio to what I said earlier, 2 to 1. I don't think I'm asking anything crazy. I think I'm asking for good quarterback play. Not great, good. Give me good, I'll be happy. And then number five, and I think this this is kind of a wild card one, build elite chemistry with DJ Moore, which I think we were seeing, and then he got hurt, which sucked. But the numbers don't lie here in this case. Look at DJ Moore with Justin Fields versus Tyson Bajant. Yes, he got similar targets and similar catches uh, with Bajant. Five and a half games to four and a half, roughly, is what we're talking about here. But when I think chemistry, when I think a big-time quarterback and a number one receiver, I think a lot of connecting and a lot of big plays. 19.2 yards per catch there. We saw the 200-yard explosion against Washington. Five touchdowns with Bajit. Yes, he's still getting some footballs, but it's not nearly the impact, right? 10.6 yards per catch. It's a lot of underneath stuff, which that's Bajit's strength. It makes sense. Um, You know, the yards is cut in half, even more so. Hasn't found the end zone. Um, The chemistry is there. Can it be elite? Can we see a formation of what we talked about coming into the season where – The Jalen Brown, AJ Brown thing happen, or Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown thing happens. The Joe Burrow, uh, Jamar Chase. Now that's the highest of the high. But like, can you be like a tier below that? Can you can this duo with seven games left? Can we see six hundred plus yards and another five touchdowns? I don't see why it's impossible. I don't want to throw numbers on it, but like, build that elite chemistry because maybe if you do that, and if all the other boxes are checked, maybe Ryan Poles is looking at this and like, hey, like. Yes, he's not a perfect quarterback, but he's got elite chemistry with a top-flight wide receiver. That might be worth exploring for another season. What does Fields have to prove to you? I just listed five things I want to see. What do you want to see? Wins, stats, what do you want? And yes, we can't control everything. I can't control what Luke Getzey's going to call. I can't control how the defense is going to play. I can't control if receivers catch the ball. I can't control if offensive linemen are going to block. But this team's as healthy as it's been all year. Like, Go do something about it. Go do something about it. I think it's out there for Justin. I really do. I want to see if he can do it. All right, guys. Busy show. Busy week here at Bears Now. Bears Now Now as well. It's going to be Bears Now on Sunday. I can promise you that. Let's get it popping here. Hit that sub button. Join us for our watch party. Bears-Lions at Soldier Field. Ought to be a good one. said Soldier Field. It's Ford Field. FML. What does Fields have to prove to you? To you. What do you want to see?
1: You said it and pointed and it made me think of Uncle Sam. I want you. You. It also made me think of Apollo Creed and Rocky.
0: I want you. From a not full outsider, because you're definitely inside the circle at this uh, point. I'm probably, an outsider. But from someone who has less emotion involved. You
1: know the answer. What you're setting you, me up to fail. Well,
0: I, but I I just want to know what you like. What would he have to show you for you to be like, we'll run it? I'm not even saying extension or anything like that. I'm just saying you'll start in 24. And maybe you still draft a QB on day two, by the way. What would you have to see? Like, is the bar higher than what I set? Yes. So what, five and two? I
1: think it has to be five and two. Um,
0: Two and a half to one ratio? I was just about to say two and a half
1: in about 255 uh, through the air game. Okay. How about this? 300 yards per game total total okay if, if that makes
0: it easier i mean if he does that that's like that's like elite stuff almost. which is why i it's what i think because you're saying that because you're like
1: i know they're gonna you... be have a top two pick well, That's yeah. why.
0: yeah well and you're yeah and i think and i get where you're coming from because you're saying i mean i could just reset the clock with drake may who i think can do all that
1: well that's part of the reason why i think the bears should take a quarterback is you're gonna have to pay fields if you keep them and you, he, like, say he you keep him and he does prove something next year and then you want to extend him. Well, then you got to pay him decent money at quarterback. If you just move on, you trade him this offseason, you pick up a first or second-round pick and then draft a quarterback with the Panthers pick inside the top two, well, now you don't have to pay a quarterback for the next four years. And guess what? You get to use that three years to build a really talented roster and then now you're starting to cook with gas. You hit on quarterback in the top two. You hit on head coach in this offseason. You use your cap space that you have quite a bit of to build a good roster. And next thing you know, you're talking Super Bowl in four years.
0: Yeah, and let me also say this as well. I don't think there's anything Fields can do where he'd get an extension this offseason. I don't think that's even on the table. Now, I think – You would have
1: to go for 350 and go 7-0 and in the next season. And make, make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, like that might be the only way. Like – you make the playoffs and win a playoff game. <laughs> that but you like, sign
1: him to an extension right now. Yeah,
0: um, that's probably like the only chance. But I'm just talking about like he's like in the convert. Like he, he he would show poles and not take one top two. But even then, I I've said it all along. Like what I believe poles will do if he gets the top two, big he's taking a quarterback. That's just what I believe. But if you're Justin Fields, you you can only control what you can control. Ah yes, Sam Lactara, Week Thirteen by Twenty Four Bears Twenty Three. If Tough anyone can, for if anyone can lose the bye week, it's uh, it's definitely you the can
1: Bears. technically lose the bye week, which is basically someone suffering an injury during practice.
0: Well, you know how else you can lose the bye week is if you're on Team Tank and teams that are uh not off that week also lose. Yeah. So you didn't, you lost ground.
1: Well, yeah.
0: Just temporarily. Everyone yeah, has Yeah, as I bias. said, just temporarily. <laughs> drowned, but. All right. Andres, the best case scenario is if Justin goes on a CJ Stroud like run the rest of this year. Yeah. You know what's crazy about Stroud? He he and Fields, I think, have the same completion percentage. It's 61. They're both under Yeah, that 62. is the one
1: bad thing. I wouldn't say bad because Stroud is a rookie, but like everyone's saying MVP, MVP, MVP. Um, Yeah, the touchdown-interception ratio is a 15-2. to Very, very good. The yards taking a probably average to below average Texans roster, 5-4 and right now, I think. Um, Yeah. That's all good stuff. And, yeah, it's a rookie quarterback doing it, so I get why people are going to say MVP. But the completion percentage is horrible.
0: Yeah, and look, completion percentage, it's not quite like batting. It doesn't tell you the whole story. Yeah, it's not quite like batting average in MLB, but, like, it been, like, for example, like, Josh Allen has only had one year where he had crazy completion percentage, but, like, he gives you so many big plays. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Bajit at 70% is, like, Fields at 59%. Right. Because you're not getting the vertical chunks. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, that's why I threw in the caveat of the 65% completion. Like, he's 63.5, but his yards per attempt is top 10 in the league or something like that. It's like, okay, like. You're getting the big points. I mean,
1: completion. I mean, I don't want to go too Jack Sperry analytical on y'all asses right now, but I mean, when you look at completion percentage, I like putting completion percentage paired up with A dot, which is average depth of target. Yeah. Um, because if you've got a high A dot, which means you're throwing the ball 8, 10 yards downfield on average, but your completion percentage is also League average, but you say league average completion percentage. Like you're at 15, but, but you have a top ADOT. 10 A dot. That's more impressive than a top 10 completion percentage and a bottom 10 A dot. Yeah, so exactly. I like pairing those two up.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, and kind of a simpler way of doing it almost too is like yards per attempt. Now yeah. it's still a little skewed because screens can go for 50, and that helps your yards per attempt. But um, yeah, I think that's that's kind of like the nerdy way of looking at it. All right, uh, one more segment to go, Verbalize the Venmo. No new entries at HGram NFL. $10 if you want to enter. If not, uh, looks like Sam and uh, and Reiner are going to get their money back. Need three more entries. We want to do a race at the end of the show. Here we go. Let's dive into it on Chicago Bears. Now we're going to talk about Matt Eber. Is Bears head coach Matt Eberflus going to be fired at the end of this season? My name is Harrison Graham. Let's talk about it here on Chicago Bears. Now, two top NFL insiders think that Flus is more likely than not going to be on the way out after this year, which I find very, very interesting. Here's Albert Breer talking about this. Now, full disclosure, he was asked about this on a mailbag that he did, but I don't think he would have thrown this out there if there wasn't significance behind it. He said... I'd say the chances that Bears president Kevin Warren wants to remake the football operation and maybe be more intimately involved in it after the season are strong. So I think it probably would take a late season surge from this team to get Matt Iberflus a third season in Chicago. So you've got that from Breer. Peter King has hinted at it as well by throwing out, yeah, Belichick to the Bears could happen. Like to me, you don't even throw that out there unless uh, he's heard some chatter that the Bears could be looking for a head coach. Now, Maybe these guys are just looking at their Fluce's record and like, well, they're going to change coaches. But they're both very tapped in. And I think, look, if we see more of the same the rest of the season, and this is a 4-5 or five win team, firing Matt Eberflus makes a lot of sense at years end. Now, what say you before we dive into what Fluses has done so far and some potential replacements if the Bears do make a change? Should the Bears fire Matt Eberflus, type F for fire or type K for keep? I'm in the camp of firing him right now. He's got seven games to change my mind, but if the season ended today, it's a no brainer. I'm firing Matt Eberfluos. and the reason I'm doing that is because he's just had too many shortcomings. I mean, what stands out on the resume is something that's tangibly impressive. He's six and twenty one overall. Well, that's not good. Um, you know, three and fourteen last year, you kind of understand what why what last year was about, so uh, three and seven cents. It's slightly improved, but not what we signed up for in year two. He has not won an NFC North game, oh and eight. Um, he has not won back to back games a single time. He's got a chance to do it Sunday. We'll see if he can. He would also win his first NFC North game if he did that. He also suffered a fourteen game losing streak at one point and went over a calendar year without a home win. Now, he snapped both of those, but, this guy has not been good. I mean, we, we just got to be honest about these things. And, oh, by the way, Harrison, well, you know, three and seven this year, it's improved. I mean, I guess. Like, look at the quarterbacks he's beaten. He's not beaten a single, even borderline franchise quarterback up to this point. Week one of last year, Trey Lance with the Niners. He's now a third stringer in Dallas. Week three, Davis Mills with the Texans. He's now CJ Stroud's backup. Week seven, Mac Jones. Sounds like he's getting benched. Week five this year... Sam Howell, who's the closest to a potential franchise quarterback. That's by far the best QB he's beaten uh, this year. Week seven, Brian Hoyer, who should not be in the NFL. That, that I mean, that's just a disgrace uh, that he got a start in the NFL in the year of 2023. And then week 10, yes, the number one overall pick in Bryce Young, but he and the Panthers have been a diabolical mess this year. Floos has to earn a third year. That has not happened yet. Now, hey, you go beat Jared Goff, split with him. Go win at Minnesota, uh, you know, went beat the Packers in week 18. Maybe he can do enough to convince Ryan Poles he's worthy of another year. But so far, he has not done anything to deserve another year. And by the way, don't give me the defense has improved, crap. Yes, it has improved, and he deserves credit for that. But he's the head coach. He's in charge of everything. If he was the defensive coordinator this year alone, I'd say, yeah, like I'd like to bring him back. Like this defense has improved. But He's horrible in front of cameras. He's awful at the podium. Uh, he's in charge of the whole team. Multiple coaches have had to get fired for suspicious reasons this year. Oh, and by the way, you're six and twenty-one. You're the head coach. You're not the defensive coordinator. So let's separate those two when doing this evaluation. I will tell you what. If the Bears fire Matt Eberflus, we're, Matt Eberflus, Matt Eber lose, we're going live. I don't know how long we're going live for. I'm not going to make some Mitchell Wren's promise and go live for 24 hours, but. We'll be live for a while. I can promise you that. So hit that subscribe button. Be sure to join us when that happens, if it happens, uh, here on the channel. And uh, just like when Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy were canned, we were live for that. We'll be live for this as well if it happens. Now coming up, we're going to take a look at some top Matt Eberflus replacements if the Bears decide to go in a new direction this offseason. But first, I do want to talk about today's sponsor. That is Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit is ready to serve you some delicious meals. Fresh, never-frozen meals delivered straight to your doorstep. You'll save time, you'll eat well, and you'll stay on track this holiday season with a healthy lifestyle. If you need an extra boost to support your wellness goals, by the way, feel your best during the holidays, try Protein Plus with Factor. Those meals have 30 grams of protein or more per serving. If you're looking for convenience, any time of day with an assortment of 45 plus Add-ons to suit very, uh, various preferences and tastes. Choose from breakfast items like uh, our delicious apple cinnamon pancakes. you got the bacon and cheddar egg bites. That sounds fantastic right now. Potato egg and uh, bacon and brisket skillet. Or some of their other options as well, like easy wellness boost. There's some beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. I'll tell you what. Factor has it all. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, microwavable, non-microwavable, salad toppers if you're on the move. Check them out. Get 50% off. Factormeals.com slash bearschat50. Code bearschat50 at factormeals.com slash bearschat50. They'll deliver these prepared uh, meals straight to your doorstep. It takes less than two minutes to prepare on your own and save some time. It's convenient. It's delicious. It's healthy. It's factor. Okay, let's get into these Mad Eberflus replacements. This is not necessarily in an order, but I will say these top two definitely are separated from the rest of the bunch, in my opinion. Ben Johnson, who the Bears are about to get an up-close look at uh, twice over the next month. Rhodey on Sunday at Ford Field and then back at Soldier Field in a few weeks. The offensive coordinator for the Lions. You look at what the Lions' offense has done uh, this year. 27 points per game, over 400 yards per game. The passing attack has been off- awesome. Just 10 turnovers in nine games, just over one a game. You'll live with that, especially with how explosive they've been. And look, when Jared Goff got traded for Matthew Stafford, I think people around the league were like, eh, he's a stopgap. He'll he'll be there for a year or two as Detroit's embracing a rebuild. Forget that. Jared Goff, since Ben Johnson has come in last season, has been a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Don't believe me, the numbers show it, and by the way, the wins and losses show it as well. Nine and eight last year after a one and six start, seven and two this year, second in the NFC. He's looked incredible. And look, the Lions have done a good job building around him with a good offensive line as well. I think Ben Johnson's ready to be a head coach. I think he was ready last year, but I gave him a lot of credit, gave him a lot of kudos for saying, you know what? I'm going to stay in Detroit, even though a couple of teams are interested. I'm going to put another good year of resume uh, with this Detroit tape, which he's certainly done up to this point. Uh, and uh, I'll, I'll strike next year. Ben Johnson will be a head coach this year unless he doesn't want to be. Uh, and why not the Bears? Why not Chicago? He knows the division well. After the past couple of years, he's young. He could grow with this franchise. Uh, I'm a big fan of this idea. We'll see if uh, the Bears would be interested or not. Number two, the hottest name in sports right now, that is Jim Harbaugh, the head coach at the University of Michigan. Obviously, former Bears player, former coach with the 49ers as well. Do want to get this snippet from Albert Breer when it comes to the Bears and Harbaugh, a potential marriage? Here he says the Bears would be out of their minds not to at least explore Harbaugh, who's built a distinctive style of team everywhere he's been. His groups at Stanford looked like his groups at San Francisco and Michigan, and he was wildly successful running the Niners. Whether he'd mesh with Kevin Warren is the real question. The Bears president he was at odds with Big Ten coaches in Mass three years ago and as the conference commissioner, he tried to cancel the football season. Yeah, if you remember, the Big Ten almost got shut down because Kevin Warren was uh, relying on doctors with COVID, and um, he kind of was the the face and the scapegoat of that, and that Warren angle is interesting. I'll say this, though. Kevin Warren has not suspended Jim Harbaugh like the new Big Ten commissioner has, so can't be as bad as Tony Patetti, right? Uh, Surely that relationship could get resolved if – If Jim Harbaugh wanted the Bears job bad enough, I just, I look at this guy's resume and I, it just, one word comes to mind, winner. The guy wins everywhere he goes. San Diego, no one's heard of that football program, 29 and six. Stanford, worst power five program in the country at the time. Gets him back above 500, goes to the Fiesta Bowl. 49ers in a Super Bowl by year two, multiple NFC championship games. Took Colin Kaepernick to playing like an all pro. Michigan, 80 and 25. Took a few years to get over that Ohio State hurdle, but he's done that and then some the last couple of years, and he's got Michigan on the precipice of a national championship. Now, look, the cheating allegations at that program are troubling. How much did Harbaugh know? Got to think he knew at least a little bit. But unless there's major evidence he's done that at a high level at every stop, I'm not overly concerned. I'm certainly not clapping for it. Like, I'm not cheering Harbaugh on. Uh, for uh, doing it. Producer Roley may have a different feeling on that, Uh, but I could certainly look past it to hire him. I I, I would be comfortable hiring Jim Harbaugh. The guy's a winner. The Bears have had nothing but losers since Lovey Smith has left. John Fox, the guy stinks. Uh, You hire, uh, I'm totally blanking on his name, the CFL head coach who was absolutely horrific, Mark Tressman, He's horrible. Uh, Oh, Matt Nagy, coach of the year, year one, fell apart after that. Matt Eberflew, six and 21. You're telling me you wouldn't give Jim Harbaugh a shot? There is absolutely no way I would not give Jim Harbaugh a shot. I would love to see him don the Bears hat in the blue, the navy, the orange. Let's go. Jim Harbaugh to Chicago. I'm all in. Would the cheating allegations stop you from hiring Harbaugh? Type Y for yes, type in for no. The only way it would maybe is if the NFL came out and was like, yeah, we're going to suspend him for half a season or something like that. But considering he's already serving that suspension in college, I think that's kind of like, okay, that, that's it. Like The NFL is not going to add on top of that. So why free S in for no? Would the cheating allegations stop you from hiring Jim Harbaugh? couple more guys, three more in particular. Bobby Slowick, the offensive coordinator for the Texans. Don't know the name? Get to know it because what he has done uh, with Houston this year and specifically with C.J. Stroud has been fantastic. Sure, Stroud's completion percentage isn't great, but – this guy's running away with Rookie of the Year. Some consider him like a second-tier MVP candidate right now. He's got the Texans at 5-4. and four. That offense is humming, uh, and C.J. Stroud's a big reason why, and Bobby Slowick's a big reason why. Two reasons why I like him a lot. Number one, he's helped a rookie play like a top-10 quarterback. Stroud's been a top-10 QB this year. Can't dispute it. Number two, he's a Kyle Shanahan disciple, which, one, you like guys who've been around that offense, and two, The Bears' concepts stem from the Shanahan offense, so even if you don't love Luke Getze, but you don't want to completely change your offense, well, Bobby Sloak's going to run a similar scheme, but hopefully just be much better at doing it than Luke Getze has. So I think there's some appeal to that as well, especially by keeping, if the Bears do keep a lot of their same personnel, obviously we'll see what happens at quarterback, but uh, those are a couple of reasons why I like Bobby Sloak. I think there's a chance he's a head coach this cycle couple more here. Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. We know what he brings to the table uh, defensively. Obviously, I'm leaning offense uh, in general. But a couple things here. One, Dan Quinn was a finalist in 2021 when they chose Matt Eberflus. Uh, And two, unlike other defensive options out there, he's been a head coach before. And he's gotten a team to the Super Bowl. And he employed a guy like Kyle Shanahan to run his offense. So I would trust him to find good assistant coaches, a good offensive mind, uh, to do it on that side of the football. So while he's not my top guy, uh, he would be an instant upgrade over Matt Ruflus. The defense would still be good. And uh, I think he's more connected uh, in terms of finding an offensive staff. Eric Bieniemy, last one here. So Eric Bieniemy, who's the commander's offensive coordinator. Yes, I know the Bears beat the commanders. What does that say? Well, uh, Bieniemy only runs the offense over there. A few things to keep in mind with Bieniemy. Number one, He's turned Sam Howell into an adequate quarterback. I don't know if he's going to be the long-term answer in Washington, but he's done enough to at least earn that opportunity next year. That offense has been pretty good. Running game has picked up recently with Brian Robinson Jr. as well. And number two, got to give this guy credit, man. I mean, all he ever heard in Kansas City, it's Andy Reid's offense. It's Andy Reid's offense. I mean, he interviewed for like half the league to become a head coach, never got a chance to do it, and he finally said, you know what? I just got to gotta separate from Andy Reid. Like, I'm going to have to prove it somewhere else. am not saying it's been perfect this year, but Washington's offense has been much better than their defense, and coming into this year, that was not the expectation. The commander's defense was supposed to be the strength of that team, and it's been the offense. I think Eric Bieniemy deserves a lot of credit for that. Now, there's a real scenario where the commanders fire Ron Rivera and just promote EB to be their head coach, so he may not even hit the market, but if he does – He's absolutely worth interviewing. Again, not my top guy, but uh, I would be more open to it than I was two years ago because you couldn't do it two years ago because you can't go from the we hired Matt Nagy who didn't have much play calling experience under Andy Reid to let's hire Eric Bieniemy who doesn't have much play calling experience under Andy Reid. You couldn't do it then. I think you could do it now because now he's proven in Washington with much less talent than he had in Kansas City and with him with the full controls of calling the plays that he can Uh, understand offense at a very, very high level. Now, who is your top Matt Eberflus replacement? Maybe there's someone that I didn't name here. For me, it's probably Harbaugh one, Ben Johnson two. I I could go either way there. Those are my top two guys, but any of the five I mentioned there, I I would be happy with. I I think it would be a clear upgrade, and um, you could feel good as a Bears fan that you at least hired someone that made sense uh, for the job, which as with Matt Eberflus, I'm not sure that ever made sense, For being completely honest. All right, guys, appreciate everybody for tuning in to today's show. I'm Harrison Graham. Big Sunday ahead of us, as Matt Eberflus hopes to silence all of us. Uh, with a road win in Detroit, that would certainly go a long way uh, for his chances of staying here. Hit that sub button. We got you covered every day here on Chicago Bears Now.